Hey, this is Julian, and I am the founder of Purpose. I want to thank you for joining us today. But before we go into the message, can we just thank God for bringing us through a year like 2020? I think we can all agree that 2020 was an interesting year, to say the least. But this is a new year, and we know that God wants to do a new thing. And God gave us a word to hold on to for 2021. I believe that this is the year of evidence. Psalm 27, 13 says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Will you believe that with us this year? That we will see the goodness of God this year in our family, in our friends, in our community. This is the year of evidence. And we are excited to see what God is going to do, not only in you, but through you. Listen, the best is yet to come. Purpose family, we are extremely grateful that you are here today. Come on, listen. If you have somebody next to you, tell the person next to you, God is good. Okay, remind somebody today and tell them God is good. Now, if you you don't have a neighbor, okay, because of social distancing, why don't you tell yourself? Tell yourself, just like David would tell himself to never forget the benefits of God. He would tell his soul, also bless the Lord and don't forget his benefits. Why don't you tell yourself that God is good. Come on, somebody. Listen, God is extremely good. Can we just give him praise? Come on. We are so excited that you have joined us here today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, man, we are extremely blessed to to know that you have joined us today we're extremely grateful for you uh, our purpose family all over the world thank you so much for your love and your support we pray and we hope that this year you will see the goodness the faithfulness and the provision of god remember this is the year of evidence i don't want you to forget it i don't want you to forget it because a lot of the times the enemy will want you to forget the word of god that he's deposited in your life Because if he can just distract you, if he can put in some opposition that will distract you and shift your focus from God's promises to your problems, he's already won half the battle. But I want to remind you today, Purpose Family, that, that this is the year of evidence. You will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Come on, if you agree with that, can you just give God a praise right there where you are? If you are in your car, in your lunch break, if you're on your way home, can you just give God a shout of praise in a very uh, cautious way if you're driving, but give God a praise and just a gratitude type of praise because the enemy doesn't know what to deal with a believer that is full of gratitude. We're so thankful. And we're thankful with God because not only do we love him and, and we're grateful for what he's done, but we trust him. Come on, how many of you guys would agree that I trust God? Ask the person next to you, do you trust God? Do you trust God? And, and again, if you, don't have a, if you don't have a neighbor, go ahead and ask yourself, look at yourself in the mirror if you have a mirror, or look within and ask him, do, do you trust him? Do you trust him? And listen, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. And I want to, I, I just want to thank those that are that are listening and let me know that you're listening. I don't know. If you have my number, text me. Text me that you're that you're listening. I want to get a notification. Say, hey, I, I checked out your podcast. I, I listened to the message. 
And uh, or if you want to let me know through social media, let me know. I, I love to hear what the Lord is doing in your life. I, I celebrate with you. And if you ever need a prayer request, we're here for you. My wife and I, we we would love to pray with you and for you. We want to believe with you. And so if you're going through any season of your life, know that you have family with you. Uh, that's what we're all about here at Purpose. We, we, we want you to know that not only are we preaching God's message, but we want to love purposefully. We want to do things with intentional heart. We, we want to do anything, everything and anything uh, with this heart of being intentional. And so if you need prayer, if you need just a word, if you need to talk, man, let us know. We, we are here for you. Come on. If you are grateful for the Purpose family, give God a shout of praise right there where you are. And so I want to thank everybody for listening. You know, I have several friends that are that that listen to the message. Uh, one of my good friends that I had a had a privilege of catching up with him in uh, this weekend. Uh, his name is Alex. He's a youth pastor in uh, in Laredo, Texas, doing great things for God and just a, a guy that that loves the Lord, loves people and loves to preach. And and he loves Sacos, too. So that's how we became really good friends, just breaking meal and uh and some of the youth that 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 i lead and that i've led at 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 our local church and i'm super grateful for them uh our, our leaders everybody listen i'm just so grateful and i've gone on a little too long but i just wanted to share my gratitude and uh and so thank you again so much for listening i hope that this message will bless your life um i want to read a scripture and I want to get right into it. How many of you guys are ready for the word of God? Amen. Uh, I, I want to go into a scripture that it's it's found in the book of Psalms, chapter 40, verse 1. And and I want, want to read it and then, uh, you know, dissect it a little bit because there's a lot of great nuggets here. And especially... In this year, look, getting out out of a year like 2020, and I'm not going to go in on 2020. I I really don't want to talk about what happened in the past because what happened, it already happened. What God wants to do in front of us is greater than what happened behind us. I get that. But coming out of a year like 2020, there's these trust issues. And I don't know about you, but that's one of the biggest hindrances in a relationship. Whether it's your relationship with God or your relationship with people, trust is such a big thing. One of the things that I've told, you know, new people that I bring into my team, I say, look, you've heard this phrase, you've heard this this common thread that you need to earn my trust. I don't believe in that. I, I, I don't believe that because I cannot make you pay the depth of pain that somebody else caused me. You didn't you didn't deserve that. You don't deserve me not trusting you just because I don't know you. Look, uh, it doesn't mean that you're going to know my entire life story or everything that I'm going through, but there's going to be this sense of trust. I've told people this before. You don't earn my trust. You earn my distrust, right? And because you've done nothing wrong to me, it's not until you disappoint me or you betray me that I'm going to be withholding certain things from you because I just don't trust you. Trust. Trust is a really big thing. And so today uh, I want to read the scripture on Psalms 40. It says, I waited patiently 
for the Lord, and he turned to me and heard my cry for help. He brought me up from a watery pit out of a muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. How blessed is the man who puts his trust in the Lord and has not turned to the proud or to those who run after lies. Lord, my God, you have done many things. Your wonderful works and your plans for us, none can compare with you. If I were to report and speak of them, they are more than can be told. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Use me as your vessel. We bless your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Okay, so when I was preparing this message, uh, I don't know why, but certain memories starts to come back that I don't even know that I had. It's just in the back of my hard drive memory. And so one of the things that I used to do in high school, I don't know if you guys did this. It, I don't know if it's even still done. But a lot of my friends and I would and, you know, and I would join in. Right? I just don't know why. But we would go to random people and just yell out, trust fall and fall back. I don't know if you guys ever done that. It sometimes it worked. We just wanted to see the the uh, the quickness, right, of, of people there. They're just their response and how they would if they're really quick to to respond and just their their ability to, uh, uh, you know, think quickly, I guess. And so we would go. We would go and. And just tell random people, you know, go in front of them and fall back and say, trust fall. And uh, I, I, I got to admit, not, not all of them caught us. You know, not not everybody was uh, uh, was quick to catch somebody that would fall randomly in front of them. OK, it didn't work that way. A lot of times uh, my friends and I, we would fall on our backs and there was it would cause pain. And it was weird because. After a while that we started doing it, we knew who, when we would go in front of him and yell, trust fall, who would catch us. And we knew who wouldn't. Uh, we knew that after a couple of times that they didn't react to the, to the way we expected them to, we just stopped doing it in front of them. Because how dumb would we be if we keep going to the same people and you'll trust fall and they don't even catch us. Can I preach on this real quick? Because a lot of us are going to the same people that didn't catch us when we really needed them. And, and, and you're going to the same people expecting them to act differently when they have not caught you when you needed them the most. I don't know why we put our trust so much on people and on things that are just going to let us down. And expect the more that we do it, that it'll change eventually. Let me, let me tell you something. If you keep doing the exact same thing, don't expect new results. And, and we know that that's a principle, right? You can't expect you keep eating popcorn and chips and all these sugary things. The more you eat it, it doesn't it, it doesn't mean that the more you eat it, the more, you know, eventually I'm going to get a six pack or eventually I'm going to get toned up or, you know, I'm going to be, you know, in, in my tip top shape. It doesn't work that way. The more you eat all these junk food, the more junk you're going to have in your system. And trust is the same thing. And a lot of times we go to the same people that 
we expected them to catch us when we needed them the most. And we trusted them that they would catch us. And they did it. What makes you think if they didn't catch you in one of your lowest points, that on your next battle, they're going to catch you? It, it doesn't work that way. And here, one of the things that, that really stood out to me is, is that David put his trust in God. And I want to talk to you today on that subject. Trust fall. Trust fall. Trust fall. And, and, and this scripture has always been one of my one of my uh, favorite psalms because it really it really speaks to me in a very po- powerful way. Because when you trust something, it means you have this firm and strongly belief in their strength and in their ability. When you trust something, right, that you you have this firm and this confidence in, in your belief that whatever you either, I don't know, depend on, you have confidence in their ability and you have confidence in their strength, right? And so one of the things that I love about David is that he knew who he needed to run to. And that's a big thing. But here in verse 1, he says, I waited patiently for the Lord. Let's just stop there. This tells me that David waited patiently. Can I tell you? There is a way that you have been waiting impatiently for God. Thinking that he has forgotten about you. And because we have been impatient, we act prematurely. And and, and, and let me tell you something. When we act prematurely because we believe that God is not listening to us or he overlooked us, we will make decisions temporarily that will affect us permanently. That's why you can't make a decision on a seasonal struggle or on a seasonal opposition that will last for you an eternity. He said, I waited patiently in the Lord. My question for you today is how are you waiting? How are you waiting on God? Are you frustrated with God's timing? Are you frustrated with how, how you think that God is being slow to respond? Well, how are you waiting on God? That's my question. How are you waiting? How are you waiting? David said, I waited patiently in the Lord. You want to tell, listen, one of the things that I've learned about, about David is that he wasn't always waiting patiently on God. He, he often was, was impulsive. He, he, he often, uh, I mean, he messed up many times. But one of the things that I love about David, that every single time he messed up, he ran to God. He ran to God. And, 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 I, and I've asked myself that question. Why would David run to God every single time? I mean, obviously, I know the answer because he is the source of my well-being. He is my provider. He is the one that redeems. But, but there has to be a, a, a practical reason why David would run straight to God and not to anybody else. Because that's the problem. We run to everybody else except God. I truly believe that that David had a trust in God. He, he had a firm belief that God was reliable, that God had the ability, and God had the strength. Because here's the thing. Let me let me give you the definition of trust, okay? It is a firm belief in the in the re, re, reliability, the truth, ability, or strength of someone or some 
thing, okay? I mean, if if you're going to drive a car, you need to have the trust that that car is going to take you to where you need to go. You're not going to get a raggedy car that you, you do not trust to get you to your destination. Imagine if you needed to get to your wedding or imagine if you needed to get to your job with a car that always fails you. Why do we always run to the people that have failed us to get us to? Because here's the thing. You cannot expect the role of God to be on people around you. You can't. So David waited patiently for the Lord. And then he says, and he turned to me and heard my cry. Can I tell you something? Because that's the problem with our generation. We want attention and attention wherever we can get it. He said, he said, he turned to me and he heard my cry. He turned to me and he heard. Can I tell you something? He notices you. He's paying very close attention to what you're going through. And he heard your cry for help. Because, listen, that's the issue that I've seen so much. They, they're trying to get attention on social media. A lot of young people, they are trying to get the attention of their friends, of people that they don't even know. The acceptance of people that they're never going to ever meet or they're not ever going to be in their life forever. And they're waiting on them to notice them. And they heard my cry. He turned to me and he heard my cry. I, I, I just came on here to let somebody know. God notices you. I feel that I that that somebody needed to hear that today. Because maybe you felt overlooked. Maybe you felt that people are not including you in some outings and you feel left out or you don't feel that you know your purpose or you don't you feel that 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 odd man out everybody's having inside jokes and, and you're the one outside of the joke and and maybe you're part of the joke i don't know but but here's the thing people are talking bad about you think people are, are just saying all these things and and you're waiting for people to notice you but let me tell you something god notices you he he does he he's heard your cry for help if, if this serves as a as a confirmation or rather just a notification let me tell you something god notices you and he's heard your cry for help he's heard you this is not something that god has overlooked or that he just loves to see you in pain it, 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 that's not the father's heart but let me tell you something a lot of the a lot of the things that happen is that we don't trust god because other people failed us and we think that because people failed us, we put that same characteristic on God. And that's why we're so impatient because we've waited the response of people to come through in, our, in, in a certain season or in opposition of our lives. And when we don't feel or see God come through as quickly as we want him to, we think that he, dis, uh, uh, he uh, betrayed us or he forgot about us. And that's where disappointment lies. What if... What if God showed up and you didn't even see him because you expected him to come in one way 
and he came in a very different form. He said he turned to me and, and he heard my cry. A lot of us just want God as a friend, but what if he came as a teacher or as a Lord? Because here's the thing. We, we want God as a Savior, but not so much as a Lord. What if he came in the moment that you needed him to be a teacher, but you expected him to just be a friend? Because that would happen. That could happen. But he says, he turned to me. I waited patiently. He, he turned to me. You know, your, your waiting season, it's not a wasted season. But my question is, how are you waiting? What, what are you doing while you wait? Let's continue. He says, he brought me up from a watery pit out of a muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. I want to talk about that really quick because a lot of us, we fall in two different pits. Okay, we find, we fall in the pit that the enemy, uh, uh, you know, prepares for us and, and he tries to trap us. We fall in that pit, but we also fall in the pits that we create. In, in these pit, this pity, this pit, pity, pity, these pity parties. Man, that's that's tough. I understand, man, the devil, he's coming after you and, and, and he he's trying to destroy my purpose. But what about the times where we are trying to throw ourselves a pity party? That we fall in those pits of pity. Oh, because, man, somebody really disappointed me and they didn't say hi to me or they left me on red. Listen, some of the pits Yes, the enemy will set traps in our lives. That's I get that. And and the Lord will take us out from but you got to be very careful on the pits that you that that you create in your life that you fall into. Like your pity. Like trying to search for a pity party. Come on. It, a lot of us don't even know that we're doing it. That we are trying to play the victim. We don't know it. We don't know because that's just what we've done for so long that it's become normal to us. And we don't see it as a pity party. We just want justice or we just want people to notice us. It's, it's not it. Listen, can I tell you, when God approves you, you don't need the approval of people. Stop, stop throwing yourself a pity party. Stop putting yourself in that type of pit. Where it's hard for you to get out of. And let me tell you something. When I was when I was preparing this message and when I was thinking about the scripture, I was thinking about um, I was thinking about Indiana Jones. I, I don't know why, but it's just a movie that comes to mind whenever I think about like quicksand and stuff like that. Here's the problem about opposition or pits or whatever the case may be, whatever you want to call them, pity parties, the pits, the 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 enemy snare. Here, here's the thing. It may feel like a quicksand. If you guys have ever seen a movie about a quicksand, you know that you're sinking, right? Like you're sinking slowly. You probably don't see it at first. I feel the spirit of God moving in through this message. You don't feel it at first because it's a it's a slow decline. It's a slow decline. It's a, it's a slow decline. And 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 the more you you stay in it, 
the more it's gradually taking you down, just like your spiritual life. Can I preach on this? It's like your spiritual life. You, 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 you eventually stop reading the word of God and you stop trusting on the Lord and you stop depending on the Lord because, you know, now you want to, uh, uh, you want, you, you, you saw a, a, a great opportunity from, you know, from your work or you, you, you got in a relationship that, that is steering you away from the Lord and not closer to him. So little by little, little by little. Let me tell you something. The enemy, if the enemy attacked you, the enemy will often attack you immediately, but he will also attack you gradually. Let me explain. All he needs to do is to shift your focus little by little. Have you ever noticed that some of the things in your life, for example, let's say a light, you dim it little by little. You don't even notice it. Why? Because your eyes adjust to the brightness of, of the light. And so one of the things that I've noticed about quicksand, so they they gradually take you under to the point where it's all the way to your knees already because you can't move forward anymore. Whew, I feel like preaching. You don't feel like you're you're moving anywhere. You're 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 not moving forward. You're moving a lot. You're doing a lot of activity, but you're not moving forward. Just because you're busy doesn't mean that you are productive. Just because you are, you have a lot of activity doesn't mean there's a lot of activity in the spiritual realm. Because you stop reading your word, you stop praying, you stop fasting, you stop spending time with God. And so little by little, little by little, it sinks you to the point that now you're struggling to get out. And, and, and it feels that the more you struggle and the more you try to get out on your own strength, the faster you're sinking. And I love about this because in, in, in the movies where there's quicksand, the only way out, the majority of the time, the, the only way out is when you have an outside source of help, whether that's rope or that's a person. When you see a rope attached to a branch that is strong, you put your trust that that rope would not break or that branch would not break. Or you see somebody that is standing on solid ground and you and they extend your hand and you extend their hand. You're putting their trust that because they're standing on a rock or they're standing on a solid place that they will be able to take you out from can i preach on that really quick the only way out of a slimy pit that we often put ourselves in or 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 a snare from the enemy it can only be brought let me tell you something deliverance can be can only be be broadened by an outside source let me tell you something god is ready to extend his hand to you you just got to put your trust in him he says, he brought me up from a watery pit. Some of the things that you are going through can only be delivered by the presence and the hand of God. I'm telling you, you keep going through to different people that only allow you to sink deeper. But God heard your cry and he noticed you. He says, he turned to me. And he heard my cry for help. Come on, how many of you guys have cried out for God? 
to help you. Whether that's in your marriage, in your family, at your workplace, in your ministry, in your personal life, in your thoughts, and things that are hurting you in your heart. Come on, how many of you guys agree that you've, or, or, or how many of you guys have, have asked God for help? Especially this year or last year. He says, he took me out of a muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. Secure. I've learned that the reason why we don't take an extra step or rather we're hesitant to take a step because of the pain and the struggles that we went through, that we took a step of faith or we stepped into something new and it just brought us into a pit of of misery and depression. That's why, listen, that's why there's so much hesitation to go into a commitment because you stepped into a relationship before and all you got was a heartache. All you got is betrayal at the end of the day. And so a lot of people are insecure with the steps that they take, not not because they 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 don't want to move forward. Of course, I truly believe that everybody wants to move forward. There's always this desire. However, there's this haunting in their heart and in their mind because that last time they took a step of faith or a step outside the boat or a step into a relationship or they stepped into a new season or they stepped into a promotion, it actually brought them uh, uh, it, it brought more opposition and did a blessing. He said he steps, he making, he's making my steps secure. He's making my steps secure. He puts a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Here's what I've understood. Some of the greatest songs, <laughs> some of the greatest songs that have ever, be, ever been written came from a place of opposition. Every great song, every great story, every great movie came from a place of the deepest darkness moments in someone's life. Sometimes we'll think that Opposition was a form of punishment, but what if opposition wasn't necessarily a result of something that you did wrong, but rather a preparation for you to do something and bless somebody else with it? Because sometimes we think that the pits bring don't bring value to your life or devalue your life. But I like to think of pit as purpose in training. <laughs> purpose and training because some of the pits in your life will serve the greatest purpose for your life they will tell such a great story that if God took me out of this pit whether it was a pit or a snare that the end that the enemy prepared for me or a pity party or a pit that I fell into myself God will use it for the good Right. The Bible says that all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according 
to his purpose. So let me tell you something. Every song that David wrote came from a place, not only of opposition, but a place of revelation that it was God that took me out of this pit. It was only by the grace of the Lord that he took me. Hallelujah. I thank God that he took me out of a pit. I thank God that because of him, I'm no longer in an unsecure uh, a pit or, or in a muddy clay. Now my feet are on solid ground. My feet are on a rock who is Jesus. My feet are being made secure to walk in my purpose. Oh, God is so good that he will not leave you in a pit to waddle in your misery or in your suffering. He will not let you do that. He says, many will see. <laughs> many will see. Ah, many will see the evidence of God. Many will see the deliverance of the Lord. Many will see the salvation, the healing, the provision of the God of the heavens. Many will see in fear. And they will put their trust in the Lord. Let me tell you something. I love that David said this. Many will see and they will put their trust in the Lord. Can I tell you something? Trust is not built on words alone. They're not. You can do a full speech that will last you the entire day. That on on reasons why people should trust you. <laughs> you can write a book about why people should trust you. But trust is not earned or uh, or trust is not built. That's a better word. Trust is not built on the persuasion of words that we can convey. But rather, trust is built through the actions that people see in our lives. If people can see that every single time they ask you to come in to help out and they see you show up on time with a great attitude, they put their trust in you. So let me tell you like this. God has been so good that we're able to see. Can, can we can we agree that that we have seen God's goodness? Let, let me tell you something. If you are still listening to this message, if you are listening to this message under the sound of my voice and on the other side of this device, if you're listening to this message, that means God has a purpose for you. God did not allow you to die last year, but he needs you in this earth, in this time to preach his gospel, to share his message and to bring people to his presence. So just because of that, we have seen the goodness of God because we could have gone out. There are so many people that unfortunately lost their life in the middle of this pandemic. But you're still here. You're still in the presence of God. You still have purpose. So they, they will see and put their trust in the Lord. How blessed is the man who puts his trust in the Lord and has not turned to the proud or those who run after lives. Can I tell you one of the issues? And, and I'm about to finish. What if the issue wasn't necessarily what you're going through, but who you're running to. Can I say that again? For those uh, for, for those in the back, for the people in the back, 
what if the issue wasn't necessarily what you're going through, but who you're running to? Who are you trusting with the most intimate and inner parts of your heart? Who are you trusting? Because the issue is not necessarily what we go through. It's who we run to. David, that's what I love about David. And that's what I was saying in the beginning. David, every single time he messed up, he wouldn't go to his friends. He wouldn't post it on social media. He would go to the presence of God. That's why he is described as a man after God's own heart. Because it wasn't that he was perfect. It's just he knew who he needed to run to. He knew what presence he needed to be in. Not in the presence of his friends and not in the presence of anybody else, but in the presence of God. It says, how blessed is a man who puts their trust in you and does not turn to the proud. One of the biggest issues that I've seen in ministry and even in life, that you will run to people that are just as angry and just as frustrated as you are about the same issue. And if if I can tell you something, you cannot put out a fire. And I shared this in, in, in the last message on I have a dream. You cannot put out a fire adding more fire. That's why you ha- you have to, let me tell you something, you just have to run to the presence of God or you have to run to people that you trust, like your pastors, your leaders, people that are going to give you sound advice. People that know you, people that love you. It says, blessed are those who put their trust in the Lord and do not turn to the proud. Listen, you got to be very careful who you run to because they can either make you or break you. You got to be careful who you run to. I'm not saying that you're perfect. You, I'm not saying that you're never going to mess up. I'm just saying that when you do, be careful who you run to. I'm just saying that when you need help, be careful who you run to. That's why David said, Lord, you are the only source of my well-being. Everything else might be a resource, but you are the only source of my well-being. And I cannot get anything Anywhere else that only you can provide. Jesus asked Peter once, he said, do you want to leave me too, Peter? He said, Peter, where? Peter said, where, where, where would I go? For only you hold the words of everlasting life. What if the issue wasn't necessarily what you're going through, but it's who you're running to? And then he finishes with this. He says, Lord, my God, you have done many things. Your wonderful works and your plans for us, none can compare. If I were to report and speak of them, they are more that can be told. Let me tell you something. Trust is such a powerful thing. It is. It's such a powerful thing. I shared a message, one called the three most powerful words. It's not, I hate you. Although that's, 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 that's tough and that's, that's harsh. It's not, I love you. Although love is such a powerful, it's, it's, I trust you. I I love tacos. <laughs> I love hot fries. I love, uh, strawberries. <laughs> I love food. But I trust the Lord. I love, uh, I love books. 
But I trust the Lord. I trust God. Who are you trusting? Who are you trusting? Because here's the thing. What you fall, fall back on determines what you put your trust on. I'm going to say that again. What you fall back on, <laughs> like that dumb thing that we would do at, at school, what you fall back on or who you fall back on will determine who you put your trust on or in. Trust in the Lord. Trust. Let me pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we trust you. Lord, we thank you for never giving up on us, although you had many reasons to. Thank you for not overlooking us because you also had many reasons to. But Lord, we have seen your goodness. We have seen your faithfulness. We have seen your provision. And Lord, we believe that this is the year of evidence. We will see it. And we put our trust in you. We put our trust that you have everything under control. That our family, our promotion, our financial uh, stability, Lord, it, it it's all controlled and it's under your care. So we put our trust in you. In times of opposition, in times of uncertainty, Lord. In times where we fall into a pity party. Father, we, we ask that your spirit would awaken us and draw us closer to you. Father, we want to do your will. We bless you. We thank you. The best is yet to come. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. A Purpose family, thank you so much again so, uh, for tuning in. Listen, it's just an amazing thing that the Lord is doing through Purpose. And you guys play a huge role. So thank you so much. Listen, I pray that today's message, that you were blessed by it. Uh, let me tell you something. Just wait on the Lord patiently. And, and he will direct your steps. Just trust in, in, in him and the plans. Because here's the thing. People will fail you, things will fail you, but the Lord will never fail you. And I pray that you will place your trust in him and to know that he's never going to leave you. Thank you again so much for coming. We'll see you soon. We want to thank you again for joining us today. We hope that that message was a blessing to your life. We also want to thank everyone who give generously to this ministry. Look, our goal is to reach people from all over the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And with your help and your contribution, we are able to reach people and expand this ministry. So if you'd like to give today, the link is found in the description. We are grateful that you would partner up with us today. This is the year of evidence, and we are believing that you will see God's provision and goodness this year. Would you help us share this message with a friend? or share it on your social media story. And if you'd like, tag us. We'd love to connect with you. And remember, you have a purpose over your life. Have a blessed week.